Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Bow down your heads and let us pray. We give you thanks, O oh God, for today. And thank you that even on a rainy, wet Sunday morning like this, your people, because of their love, their devotion, and their commitment to you, have braved the weather and have showed up in your house. I thank you, Father, for each and every one physically present here. For those also watching online, I thank you for their lives as well. And I pray this morning, asking, Father, that there must be a word that you will have us hear. There must be something that you intend to do in our lives today. We are open and receptive to all that you have designed for us this day. And right now, I pray in the name of Jesus, let your spirit brood over us this morning. And reach out and touch each and every one of us this morning. I don't know people's issues. I am not privy to all the pinching problems of your people's lives. But you are the God who knows. All things are naked and opened unto your eyes. O thou with whom we have to do. And this morning as your spirit broods over us. May he touch each and every one of us. Do us good, O oh God. Smile on us. Change the course of our lives. Anything that causes pain and distress, let the power of that thing be broken over us in the name of Jesus. Let your people taste of your goodness this morning. And let their hearts be filled with joy and with hope and with an encouragement as your word comes to them i lift myself up before you today use me and speak through me today in jesus mighty name let the people of god say amen amen give jesus a mighty amen. hand clap my friends god bless you and you may be seated Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to thank you all for being in church this morning. Like I always say, when it's a rainy day on a Sunday, pastors begin to panic. And pastors begin to worry. Concerned that their church members are like salt. That when the rain falls on them, they may melt. And so they will not come to church. But you have proven that your level of commitment to God is high. Amen. You even clap for yourself. And I thank God for each and every one of you. God bless you for being here. Those of you who should have been here but are not here, we still love you. And God hasn't forgotten about you. Amen. And whatever God will do in our lives this morning, He will do same in amen. yours. Amen. Can I hear your loud amen? Those of you watching, amen. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Amen. Now I can hear you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's a message that has been ringing in my spirit for some weeks now. 
can't seem to get rid of it. And I believe that it will be a good message to encourage your heart this morning. And my intention is to strengthen you and encourage you with the word of God. Can I have an amen from somebody? Amen. This is one of the benefits of the word of God. It brings hope and encouragement. There are too many things that we go through in life that are depressing. Sometimes you look at your finances, you are depressed. You look at your business, you are depressed. You look at the work that you do, you are depressed. You look in your pantry at home to check whether there's bread, whether there's milk, whether there's milo, you are depressed. You look at your marriage, you cry. So there are a lot of things in life that give us a reason to be depressed. It's a blessing to come to church to be strengthened and encouraged. Amen. And in Romans chapter 15 verse 4 the Bible says such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us and the scriptures give us hope and encouragement what do the scriptures give to us I didn't hear that. Hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. This morning, receive hope. Amen. This morning, receive encouragement. Amen. Let your heart be assured this morning that the promises of God concerning your life will be fulfilled. Amen. I'll say it again. Amen. That the promises of God concerning your life will be fulfilled. Amen. Whatever God has said concerning you, he will bring to pass. Amen. Whatever is a source of pain and sorrow and depression and regret in your life, God will break the power of that thing over your life. Amen. May God wipe your tears away. Amen. Especially your secret tears. Amen. There are some tears that you cry that only your pillow can testify to. Mm. God is wiping all those tears away. Amen. Your heart will be encouraged today through his word. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And let everybody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Philippians chapter 3. And we want to read from verse number 10. Philippians chapter 3, reading from verse number 10. Philippo, it remains a imu edu edeko. It says, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him sharing in his death so that one way or another I will experience the resurrection from the dead. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things 
or that I have already reached perfection but I press on everybody say I press on say it once again I press on he says but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me no dear brothers and sisters I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past. And looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on. Say it again. I press on. One more time. I press on. For the third time, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Hallelujah. Amen. And the message of the Lord for you this morning is press on, don't give up. Amen. Press on, don't give up. Look at the face of your neighbor, tell your neighbor it's a rainy day. But press on and don't give up. Look for two other people and deliver the same message. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you ever at some point in your life looked at your situation, your circumstances, your condition and asked yourself before Will things ever get better for me? Has has anybody been there like that before? Wow. Oh, let me see clearly. You, you, you've been like that before. Right. Have you ever felt discouraged before? And you thought of giving up. And you told yourself that it will never work. That things will never get better for me. My marriage, my finances, my business, my health, my family issues, the problems I'm facing, they are never going to disappear. Have you ever felt that way before? Really? Have you ever arrived at a stage in your life where you told yourself that there is no point in trying again? Because it's not working. Has anybody been there? You have been there before. Well, so this is the message of the Lord to you this morning. That press on and don't give up. Press on and don't give up. Whatever you are dealing with, whatever you are wrestling with, whatever you are contending with, whatever is stressing you out in this life. This is the message of the Lord to you this morning. That continue to press and don't give up. Because a change is about to occur in your life. Amen. And I hear your loud amen. Amen. I read to you from part of the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. Corinth. 
Colonel Tufo. Ah, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wrote to the church in Philippi. I'm sorry. And this scripture reveals a certain mindset or attitude that this apostle Paul seemed to have. And I believe that this mindset and attitude is one of the reasons why the Apostle Paul accomplished so much and achieved so much in his life and ministry. If you study his life and his ministry, you will discover that he achieved so much for the kingdom of God. And the interesting thing about him is that he was somebody who appeared much later in the day. He was not part of the original apostles. As a matter of fact, he was somebody who was opposed to the gospel of Christ. So the first time we hear about him in the Acts of the Apostles chapter 8, he was an accessory to murder that was taking place. Because some people had caught a young man called Stephen and were stoning him to death. And brother Paul was there shouting which is Latin for kill him, kill him, kill him. Is it Latin? What language is it? Dan. Okay. Thanks for the correction. So the first time we read about him, we see somebody who was opposed to the gospel of Christ. And then the next chapter, Acts chapter 9, he had taken it upon himself to bring the church down. Nobody employed him. It was a personal crusade. <laughs> Funded by himself. Traveling from town to town. Moving from house to house. You've heard about house to house evangelism. Is that not so? This one was house to house arrest. Any house he went to and he found out that there were Christians in that house. He would drag them out. Probably put them in chains. And then send them to Jerusalem to be tried. And so in Acts chapter 9. He was on a journey to go and cause havoc. When Jesus Christ arrested him. The one who went to arrest others was arrested by Christ himself. And Jesus said to him. Brother. What are you doing? You are hurting yourself. Stop what you are doing. I have something better for your life. I have a more noble vision for your life. Come. You are very passionate about the evil that you are doing. I will turn that passion to good use. And I'm going to use you to save the Gentile world. 
So from that day, his life changed. And he became the apostle to the Gentiles. To the Gentile world of which you and I were included once upon a time. This Paul that I'm talking about, he achieved so much for the kingdom of God. The one who was once an enemy to the faith. Now became a number one messenger of Christ Jesus. He traveled to many places. Planted many churches. Embarked on many missionary journeys. If you read your Bible, the New Testament of your Bible, there are 27 books in the New Testament. Out of the 27 books, the Apostle Paul wrote at least 13 of them. And I say at least 13 because there's one book in the New Testament that there's still a bit of debate about concerning the authorship like who wrote it this is the book of hebrews but if you look at the style of the book of hebrews it sounds and looks like something that paul may have written so he wrote more than half of all the books in the New Testament. A lot of the powerful revelations we have concerning our relationship with Christ were revealed to us through the writings of Paul under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And so there is no doubt whatsoever about him that he accomplished so much for the kingdom of God. But if you study his life closely, you will also discover that it was not easy for him at all. He went through a lot of persecution, a lot of tribulation, a lot of opposition, a lot of attacks and in his letter to the Corinth church he described some of the experiences that he went he talked about how he was whipped five times with 39 lashes 39 because it was believed that if you get to 40 you can easily kill the person that you are torturing so the number was 39 five times he was ripped 39 times do you see the way you behave when your teacher just wants to lash you one or your mother is trying to beat you. Just one lash. That thing that you do. Paul was whipped 39 times, 5 times. He described how 3 times he was not caned with normal cane. He was whipped with rods. Iron rods, perhaps. Because you see, they had meant him too much. And they realized that this guy, normal cane, doesn't work. So let's graduate it to something that is harder. Perhaps it will silence him. It did not. Once he was stoned, he says in a do you understand what it means to be stoned, Brother Richard? That they pick stones and hit you with the stones. 
and their intention is not to massage your body it is to kill you once he was caught like that they stoned him with the intention to kill him but he put a fast one on them he closed his eyes <laughs> and laid still and the people said he is dead when the place was silent then he opened one eye and checked to see whether the coast was clear he got up shook himself and then he continued put your hands together for Brapo it didn't stop him three times he was in a shipwreck so he was in a ship and then there was a problem so the ship was ripped apart there is a difference between car accident and ship accident there are two types of accidents that pray for yourself that oh. you will never be caught up in Amen. ship accident and then plane accident if it's a plane accident start singing the song I believe I can fly I believe I can touch the skies when I take up I don't attack will fly just start singing that song and may the Lord be your portion Amen. you believe you can fly <laughs> you cannot fly three times he was in a shipwreck one of the three occasions he was in the sea for one day and one night which is equal to how many hours 24 hours it's not like you have fallen into a bush somewhere for 24 hours you are hanging onto a plank for 24 hours it didn't stop him he talks about the number of times he's fasted then the number of times he's been hungry there is a difference between fasting and hunger strike hunger the times he was hungry it was not like he was fasting there's nothing to eat So he describes all these things that he's been through. The times when he was cold. Because he did not have enough clothes to sleep anymore. But the amazing thing is that he never gave up. Never. The things that he described which he went through, which happened to him. Even one of them on its own is enough to say that I'll do the work again. I'll do ministry again. I'll do. I mean, I have to whipping me. They say I want to beat me once 39 times. After the 10th time, I'm sure I'll say that <laughs> you is okay. <laughs> you is okay. I'm, I, I won't preach again. But nothing could stop him. And he achieved so much. Accomplished so much. For the kingdom of Christ. And it's one of the reasons why you and I are seated here today. Telling you. The revelations that came through him. Have so much changed and transformed our lives. So the question is this. What was it that made him achieve so much? What was it that made him accomplish so much? 
The first thing I will attribute it to is the grace of God. And he himself used to talk about it. And said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Great things are achieved and accomplished by the grace of God. And this is something that we must recognize very clearly for our lives. If you achieve anything great, if you acquire anything great, if you get to any great height in your life, be quick to attribute it to the grace of God. And never bring yourself into the equation. Say that I work very hard. I am very intelligent. I am very smart. I have a lot of wisdom. When you talk like that, you don't understand life. And you don't understand the realities of this life. And so I will say that a lot of what Paul achieved, the great things he accomplished, the churches he planted, the revelations he wrote down under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, these great things that he achieved were by the grace so I can talk about the grace of God but one other thing that I can talk about worthy of note is that there was something about that guy that did not make him quit even in the face of severe difficulties he had an attitude of how give up. Mm-hmm. He had an attitude of I won't quit. He had an attitude of no retreat, no surrender. He had an attitude of I am pressing on. I won't give up until what I have to achieve is achieved. Until I get to where I am supposed to get to. Until I have reached my goal. Until my objectives have been achieved. He had an attitude of impressing and I'm not going to give up and this morning this is the message from the Lord to you I don't know what you're battling with I don't know what you're dealing with I don't know the challenges confronting you I don't know the struggles that you're going through I don't know the battles you have to keep fighting day in and day out. Battles to do with survival. Battles to do with your finances. Battles to do with your business and your job. Battles to do with your education. Battles to do with your spiritual life. Battles to do with your relationship with God. Battles to do with your marriage. Battles to do with your relationship. Battles to do with your family. To do with your children. I don't know what exactly you are confronted with. I don't know what you have been struggling with for years and end. But this is the message of the Lord to you. That my son, my daughter, press on. Press on. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. It's been a long time coming. You've waited so long to see the change. 
all you have experienced disappointment after but this is what the Lord is saying to you today, my friend don't give up don't quit don't throw your hands up in despair don't draw any wrong conclusions that it will never work that it will never get better that the situation will never change don't tell yourself anymore that I am done for that it can never get better for me that I can never be what God wants me to become that I can never reach where God wants me to reach that I can never achieve what God wants me to achieve don't tell yourself that my dreams my vision what I am expected to see of my life don't tell yourself that I will never reach those goals that I will never accomplish anything great that I am destined for only failure and disappointment don't tell yourself that anymore and the word of the Lord to you today is pressure it's taking a lot of time but you put in a lot of effort and it doesn't seem to be working but you tried everything that you can but my friend you've used every strategy that you can use and it doesn't seem to be working but my friend it's been disappointment after disappointment after disappointment but the message of the Lord to you is everybody has given up on you but the message of the Lord is everybody has concluded about you that nothing great can come out of you but the message of the Lord to you is you have even or you are just on the verge of giving up on yourself but the message of the Lord to you is hear the spirit of the Lord say this over and over to you it's not over it's not too late for you there is something better that awaits you. It's taken a lot of time. It's been years and years and years of waiting to see the change. But hear thou the word of the Lord. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on God. Because he hasn't given up on you. And he will never give up on you. I said he will never give up on you. God will never give up on you. So don't give up on you. Yes, I know that you've heard a lot of negative things said about you. A lot of negative comments. A lot of stories. Fabrications. Truths. Half truths. All mixed together. And, 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 and it looks like there is nothing to do. And there's no way to come out of that. But hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. He says, press on and don't give up. Your family has given up on you. Because it looks like your problems are too many. It's like every time you alone, you have issues. 
Do you know that sometimes people get tired of you and your issues? So now there are some phone calls that people, when you call, people don't respond anymore. And you will hear that the mobile number that you are calling is out of coverage. It is not out of any coverage area. You have been blocked. Uh-huh. What have they done? They say has not answered. It is not has not answered at all. The, the person has blocked you. What did block? Because what happened? Oh, people can actually get tired of you in this life. It's like you alone. <laughs> you alone. Every time is this, is this. And you some of your stories are so fantastic that now people are struggling to believe. And you are not lying. You are not lying. He said that the thing is so fantastic that you were going somewhere, and then you get bo bo bo, and then before you realize you are falling into the gutter, and and your 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 leg is broken. Even as you are narrating the story and limping on that leg, they still don't believe you. You were going where and you get oh, 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 oh. the story though is, is fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can get to that point. Nobody believes you anymore. Nobody wants to help you anymore. Everything you try to do to help yourself isn't working. And you tell yourself, so worth it. And sometimes you come under pressure to do something that in your normal senses you wouldn't want to do. Yeah. Now there's somebody here, you are just on the verge of taking the worst decision of your life. You are, you are just about to take that decision. And you know deep inside you that this move I shouldn't make. And God is speaking to you today. Yes. So that don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go where they said they are going to take you. Don't go. Don't go there. Don't go. Because you've been told that when you go there, it will solve your problem. That's not what's going to happen. It's going to deepen your problem. And the news that the enemy has tied around your neck will be tightened even more. So don't go. Don't make that move. Keep pressing. Keep trusting God. Keep believing God. Paul says, I press on. I press on so that I can achieve that thing that God has set before. What are you trying to achieve in your life? What are you you trying to accomplish in your life? Where does God want you to be in your life? Where do you imagine yourself getting to? I'm saying to you, my friend, don't give up on your vision. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your God-given goals. Press on. Press on. Till you get to where God wants you to get. Press on until you become more like Christ. Press on in your effort to obey 
God and obey his word. Press on in your effort to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Press on in your effort to be spiritual and to live right. Press on to achieve whatever God has set before you. What dreams do you have? What goals do you have? What vision do you have for yourself? Press on to achieve Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. And you can go back to school. I'm speaking to you. You've been toying with this idea for some time about going back to school. You can go back to school. You can pick up from where you left off. It's not too late for you. You can get there. You can get there. It can get better for you. But you mustn't give up. You mustn't quit. You mustn't retreat. You mustn't surrender. Never mind what everybody else is saying. But believe it. That it's not yet over for you. That it's not yet done. Believe that your expectations will not be cut off. Believe it. And start pressing on again. Start fighting again. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of your faith. Press on my friend. And I prophesy concerning your life. Jesus. That God will do what he said he would do in your Amen. life. Amen. I receive it. That God will bring you to a place of victory in your life. Amen. That God will change the story of your life. Amen. From being a victim, you will become a victor. Amen. From being a failure, you will become a successful person. Amen. From being saved and accused and embarrassed, you will be celebrated. Amen. From never accomplishing anything great in your life, you will be called one of the greatest achievers. Amen. From being nothing in your family, you will be a shining star. Amen. From not having anything substantial in your life, God will bless you profoundly. Amen. From a struggler and a hustler, God is changing the story of your life. Amen. You are becoming a great accomplisher in your life. So press on, my friend. Amen. And don't give up. Amen. Because the change Jesus. is about to happen Amen. in Amen. Rise up to your face. up your hands and speak to the Lord. Talk to the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. Talk to the Lord. You've had so many things today. I'm sure that there's something that you can relate with. That there's something that you can identify with. God is speaking to you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands as a sign of surrender to the Lord and cry out to Him right now. Cry out to Him. Cry out to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to have communion together. Before but before communion. we do that, I want every head bowed and every eye closed. You know, maybe somebody invited you to church today. Perhaps you didn't want to come. But some way, somehow, you find yourself here today. And God has touched your heart. And you realize that 
God is trying to encourage you in this life. But my friend, there's a very important step that you need to take. This is the step to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This is the step to surrender your heart to him. Because you've been dodging him and running away from him for a very long time. But there's a time when you need to surrender to him. And that time is now. And I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. You want me to pray with you. You want Jesus to become Lord of your life. Wherever you are right now. Can you lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up. Lift it up. God bless you. I see your hands. I'm not going to ask you to come forward at this time. So don't worry about that. It's between you and your God. Just lift up your hand very clearly. God bless you. I see your hands. You may be watching us. And you know that God is speaking to you. And you need to surrender your heart to Jesus. This is the time to pray this prayer. Lift up your hand wherever you are right now. Because Jesus can see you. Now, if your hand is lifted, I want you to pray this prayer. And I want everybody to join in this prayer. If you don't mind, say, Heavenly Father, today I come to you just as I am. Oh God. Please forgive me for all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Make me brand new from this day. Today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. For the rest of my life, I will serve him. I will follow him. I will live for him. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. Please be with me. Guide me. Direct me as I live my life. In Jesus' mighty name, have I prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.